This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we'll talk highlights from the Rising of the Shield Heroes Season 3 finale, Episode 12, titled, The Ones We Must Protect. anime fans and welcome to that anime podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure i'm jordo your host and with me today is the oldest brother colton brennan is not going to make it on this episode because we're recording super early in the morning you'll probably be able to tell because our voices are a couple octaves deeper than usual but colton let's go ahead and just dive right into this one yeah it's the season three finale i know it's been Everybody listening, it's been a couple weeks since this shit came out. <laughs> been busy with the holidays. Busy with the holidays, and I was going to be damned if the Rising of the Shield Hero was going to be our last episode of 2023. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Just left him hanging with no final episode. Like, when's yeah. It yeah. When's it coming? Never came. Yeah, so sorry everybody that's been waiting. We're, we're doing the best we can. Doing two a week for, well, it's been like four months We've been doing two a week. It, it's been a little rough. It's been hard. Yeah, JJK's been going on for like five months, and then Shield Hero, shoot. Yeah. Three months. And I keep seeing, like, videos of people, like, on Instagram, like, trying to figure out, like, an explanation to the end of season two for JJK, and I just want to comment and be like, you guys should check out that anime podcast. We talk, we talk about all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to avoid all those videos because I don't know if people are going to go into like spoilers or not. But either way, this was episode 12, the season finale of season three for Rising of the Shield Hero. And honestly, I'm glad it was a 12 episode season or maybe it's just core one. I'm not sure. Either way, I don't know if I could have taken much more from a, pod pa- a podcasting perspective. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like with the show, you could probably just enjoy it more if you didn't have to record for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it's because there's not a lot to talk about every week. So you watch it and you're taking notes and you're like, okay, don't need to mention that. Don't need to mention that. Whereas Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer and Chainsaw Man, it's like, damn, all this stuff that they're saying and on, that's on screen is very important. Like they're showing it for a reason. Whereas this show is, you know, it's just to get you to fall in love with the characters, which is fine. It's a different, it's a different goal, there, which I think is why we enjoyed it so much more for season one when yeah. we weren't watching it as a podcast. We were just watching it as a viewer. So well, we did first season a recording, didn't we? Didn't we go back? And, yep. Yeah. Yep, we did because we had Brennan watch it for the first time. But let's go ahead and dive in here. So again, season finale, season three, episode 12. It's titled The Ones We Must Protect. And overall, Colton, I know you said you don't remember much about the episode, but 
what was your overall feeling of this season finale? Did you like it? Were you disappointed? Are you happy with the introduction of a new of a new issue before the Phoenix arrives? Uh, no. I mean, I wouldn't really say I was disappointed or happy. I mean, I was just, I guess, content because that's what you've been feeling content with just since the second season. Kind of. I mean, second season was more of a disappointment, I guess, but uh. Third season's just more content, like you kind of realize, hey, it's either going to be good or bad, and you can just accept it because you're not expecting <laughs> much of it anymore. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was definitely better than the, the ending of last season, but I was kind of hoping they would uh, kind of move the story along and just kind of all these little side quests this season that it made it feel like there's going to be like a, you know, like this is like the halfway point for like another 12 episodes like they did like Mushoku Tensai 12 and then yeah it feels like a core thing yeah and then the next one comes back in April or something I don't know I'll have to look that up but but I will say last season two was also I think only 12 or 13 episodes yeah it was so it's just weird that they they do things in the show like introducing the fact that there's other heroes you know like the king is a hero and there's there's four other ones or however many that they still don't know where they are. And it's yeah. like, okay, you introduced these, but then we're just going to like, okay, just so you know that these exist. Now we're going to, we're going to move on. You'll never actually see these people. Right. No, I it's that just weird, weird that they, this show does things like that. And it's like, I'm pretty sure when this season started, they were two months away from the Phoenix arriving. And here at the end of the, the season, the Phoenix is still two months away from arriving. So I don't know how much time is passing, like how much, they're just getting shit done left and right, and I guess only a day has passed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but I feel like it was two, like maybe it was four months. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look at my notes, yeah. but two months is still a lot of time to prepare. Like you can, in an anime, two months, man, if, if this is Dragon Ball Z, dude, you could go from Super Saiyan 1 to Super Saiyan 3 in two months. Yeah. Like that, you can really power the hell up in two months. The one thing that I did that <laughs> did bug me about this show was uh, Itadori, or not Itadori, uh, Itadori Yuji. Yeah. The <laughs> shield, Naofumi is a freaking house. Like, fucking fix Iwatana that shit. Naofumi. Like, fix your fucking house. That was the one thing. Every time they showed it, it was a big old hole in it. It's like, are you ever going to fix that damn house? <laughs> that was what got well, me. The, freaking, like, the pillagers, they, they wreaked havoc and. He's having it. He's he's not contracting it out. He's just having his own people build it because they're yeah. slaves. It's been like what? Well, it's taking so long. Like, they're right. just kids. They're not. They're it's not builders. Like they're months. just kids. Like, you're telling me you built that whole city pretty quick, but you can't re- fucking repair the house in like. <laughs> it is funny that he's got all the kids out there picking up cinder blocks and stacking them, and he's just watching like, yeah, yeah. build me, build me back my house. <laughs> And then, yeah, the lady, uh, Rat, the experiment lady, like, where has she been the past three episodes? She's just still off doing research up in the mountains. It's Probably. just, the show is, for what it is, and I know Brennan always talks about this, it's not, it's not trying to be like the other shonen that we watch. It's just basically a slice of life isekai. It's not, I wouldn't even classify it as a shonen at all. It's, it's just not. It's more of a harem. Well, I don't know if it's he's got Atla in his crew now, so he's, he does have one guy in his crew, and then Ren, 
Ren and Itsuki hanging around helps too. Yeah. I wouldn't classify as a harem. Harem to me is just like everybody likes the lead character, but his yeah, his party's all girls. Yeah, like the quintessential quintuplets. Yeah. That's a harem for sure, which yeah. I strongly recommend to anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about. Check it out. It's a good anime and it's a good manga. Because yeah. I've read, I actually, I think I started the anime because you and uh, Barra recommended it and I watched the first season. And then I think the second season was on too. And I freaking watched the whole thing in like a week. And I was like, I got to freaking know who this guy picks. Like, it's, it's killing me. So yeah. I broke out the old manga. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're an anime watcher only, it's all out on Crunchyroll, the movie, the season, so you can finish it all, so. It's good. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and dive in here. So, here's the episode synopsis. Nafumi begins the way of the dragon vein with Sadina and Galleon. Back at the village, the blacksmith visits, bringing new equipment for Raftalia. When she tries it on, it reveals shocking secrets about her past. And yeah, that pretty much sums up the episode. But episode starts off interesting. It starts off with Raftalia and Galleon drunk off their ass. <laughs> They've been drinking a little bit too much of whatever Sedina calls it. She calls it the Tanuki and Dragon Killer. And it, it Fs them up. They're Even Galeon's like, I think I better lay down. <laughs> Not feeling thought, too good. <laughs> I didn't know he could grow bigger and smaller however he wants. I thought that was weird. Like... Yeah, Brendan and I talked about this on another episode. He thinks it's just one of those things that, as animators, they did because they have to CGI when he's big, yeah. and then they can ant like draw whenever he's little, and so they, yeah, he switches back and forth, which is after you just accept it, I'm fine with it. But at first, I was like, man, I was just hoping he was just gonna get freaking bigger and bigger, like one of Daenerys's dragons, be like Drogon. You know, season four, just freaking gigantic, just sitting outside the city at all times, scaring people away. Yeah. But yeah, he changed his size. Um, so they're in some cave, and we learned that they're there because they're trying to teach Naofumi how to use the way of the dragon vein. Which is cool that these heroes can learn other things. Uh... Apparently, Galeon's a great teacher, but there's a part where Sadina, after both Raftalia and Galeon fall asleep, she asks Naofumi, so what's the deal? And he's like, what? He's like, between you and Raftalia. And he's like... <laughs> Y'all fucking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the reaction we get out of Naofumi is not at all what, what I thought. So she says, if you want to marry her, you'd better act real careful when I'm around. And now for me, I, I was thinking, oh, here comes the blush. But no, he sighs. He's like, <sighs> he's like, I just think of her as a daughter. That's all. Yeah. I Boom. Feel, that, I feel, shot, that shot got shot down quick. Yeah. Like he was more like daughter, but I think he kind of thought about it too, a little bit. Like not as much as other yeah. characters, but yeah, he's pretty uh, straightforward with it. He's got he's got too much other shit to worry about right now. He's yeah. not he's not worried about a romance. He's got a phoenix <laughs> on his ass. He's trying to learn the way of the dragon vein. He's got a whole village to rebuild. Managing yeah. child construction. Yeah. Um but at least they acknowledged it. And then there's this little part where Raftalia wakes up and Naofumi's looking at her and she smiles at him and he smiles. So it's like giving us they shot it down, and then they gave us a little bit of hope where he's like, oh, maybe I do, maybe I do have some feelings for her. 
And then the opening song plays. Fire opening. I don't know if it'll make the list in the anime openings and endings best of 2023, yeah. but it might be an honorable mention. Yeah. The only part I like of the song is the when they go English and they say <laughs> they yell wipe out. <laughs> it's all pretty I catchy. Think it's it's pretty catchy, it is. But there's a lot of good songs this year, so yeah, it'll be hard to make. With Mad Kid, I think it's like, it's just that their sound is so, it's it's always repeated. The, the Their songs are always kind of the same, and so it's it feels like I, it's not a new song. Like, it's just, it's the same as Rise, it's the same as Faith. Like, they're all, they're all the same. Yeah. Um, opening song ends. Blacksmith, he brings some clothes. Now for me, he's like, Raftalia, put this on. Even though it's, its stats are basically the same as what she's wearing now, like her, her little German her German outfit, whatever she wears. <laughs> and uh, Raftalia's like, why? That look on your face. I, do you think that now for me just likes this because he's from Japan and he just likes the Miko attire? Like, it's just his vibe? or He might, or it's either that or... She's more powerful with that suit, he found out, so... Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So she puts this thing on, everybody's ooing and aahing, the kids are like, Raftalia, you're, you're actually not ugly, and she's like, I'm not? No, they're like, you're beautiful, and she's like, I am? Um, they make a big deal of this, and Naofumi's basically like, this is what is gonna wear from now on, everybody, and everybody's like, yay! And then Atla's like, why does she get all the attention? <laughs> and I'm also shocked that Atla didn't get her adult form in this, this season. But I know that that's coming too. She's going to level up soon. Alright, it's just weird to me that uh, all these kids and Raftai is the one that levels up quick. Because I know she's the main party member, but you would think that there'd be like a, a teenager there by now. That's somewhat like mm-hmm. a bit strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know how... I don't remember how much time passed back when they were training on the the balloons with Raftalia from season one, but it, I guess it was a long time before she leveled up. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Uh, we don't know where Motoyasu is or what he's doing, says Naofumi, but Ren and Itsuki are still both in the village. Ren has a blossoming romance with Eclair and Itsuki with, with Rishia. So those two guys ain't going anywhere. There's two months until the Phoenix arrives. Um, they're all playing, having a good time. is wearing her new Miko outfit. Sedina comes back, and she blows a gasket. She's like, what the hell are you doing? When I told you to be careful around Raftalia, this is what I meant. And she's like, Raft- or now for me, he's like, what are you talking about? Explain, explain what you're talking about. And she's like, have... Raftalia take this off now. So Raftalia goes and takes it off. And then she says, Sadina says, wearing that outfit means she's declaring herself in line for the throne of that country. And then as, she, as soon as she says that, all of a sudden one of their buildings explodes and they've got ninjas everywhere throwing kunai at them. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> just like what? I was not expecting the introduction of a new plot. I wasn't either. Other like, than the Phoenix. Like, I was like, okay, we got two months. We're about to time travel forward and see everybody leveled up. Like, I was, I was thinking we were coming up on a time skip. 
Yeah, that was, this was also kind of annoying. I was just like, just get, quit bringing in all this small, like, fodder and just get on the story. Like, mm hmm. And if you've ever not seen fodder in an anime, anytime you see some, some animal creatures wearing ninja outfits, that, that's the tell. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, these guys are fodder as hell. <laughs> you got some frogs, you got some, some foxes. I think you had a couple ox in there, but we do learn they're all immune to the hero attacks, but everyone else's attacks are working. So now for me and Raftalia, they decide to use the dragon vein. Form is emptiness, which is a form of coral magic. So everybody basically in the village that they were using it on glows green and then they get confused and basically turns them into like a, an empty shell. They just start slashing their blades in the air. Which is, this is a pretty powerful little spell here. I mean, they did, they did probably 20 people at once. And I don't know what they did with them after that, if they just, like, cut their throats or, or what, but they're all dead. <laughs> they killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> and I will note that after they used the Coral Magic, or during this fight, they were playing the Rising of the Shield Hero the theme song which is like <laughs> so it was it was pretty epic because they they only play that on the last episode of each season mm. um oh i think that they don't kill all of them what happens is they freeze all of them they're slashing them and then they knock them out and then after the coral magic fades away one of the guys is there turns out they're all holding bombs and they say glory to the heavenly emperor and then they all explode so they all went out dying for their country ten low so it turns out the assassins are from a country called q it's spelled q ten low ten low turns out raftalia she comes from royalty her dad and mom basically fled Tenlo to get away from the struggle of like who's going to be the next emperor. Right. They didn't yeah. want anything to do it, so that's when they, whenever they escaped to Lorelona Village. Well, they should have fought for it because um, they're dead anyway. I know. Geez, they they ended up dying pretty soon after. Yeah. You think from um, from nobility that the thought that it would be a uh, you know able to fight, and but now. <laughs> it's pretty weak. Well, yeah, he, they they went out with the first wave, which isn't even that powerful of a wave. No. But the real kicker that pisses off Nalfami is that they've been watching Raftalia this whole time. So when she was born, everything that happened to her after, when she was sold into slavery, everything. And he's like, if they've been watching Raftalia, then they would know that she has no idea that she has a bloodline tied to royalty. And they're just using her wearing the Miko outfit as finally as an excuse to finally kill her. He's like, he's like, we're gonna show them that if they thought that this wouldn't result in war, they're damn wrong. And Ren and Itsuki, they sound like they're down. They're like, yeah, they they declared war on a cardinal hero. What are you gonna do? And so Nafumi says, we'll go talk to them first, and if that doesn't work, we'll crush them. And as a viewer, I'm like, yeah. Dude, don't even go talk to him. Just just raid the village. Kill him. 
<laughs> kill them all. <laughs> You're yeah. a hero. They attacked you first for seemingly no reason. You're you're within your right to go at least kill the royalty. Yeah, like, they... yeah. I I didn't want to become emperor, but now I do. Right. <laughs> I I thought it was weird. He like hyped it up. He goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to him." Yeah, no, it was, I was weird. Like, oh, I thought I was he like... was just gonna be like, "Yeah, it's on." Yeah, I'll be like, "I'm taking that shit over." Hmm. Yep. So we go over back to Melramark, Atla, and Fole. They have a moment with the king in the courtyard. They're always insisting on following Nalfami. Um, the queen, she sends her knights to protect Lorelona village while Nalfami goes to Kotenlo. She tells him of a fairy that goes from Siltvelt all the way to Kotenlo, and that's the only way she knows of, of how to get there. Um, they're pretty isolated, apparently. Um, there was this also moment with the king where he hears from Atla and Fole himself that Nalfami isn't a, a devil or a demon and that he actually saved them. And he doesn't know what to do with this information. You can tell he's struggling because all he has ever thought of Nalfami is that he's a piece of crap. And these kids that he loves, which we don't know why, are telling him, like, no, Nalfami saved us. Without him, we'd be dead. He's like, what? <laughs> so the the journey to Tinlo begins. Nafumi's plan is to go there first, and then once he goes to a place, it's like a video game. You can teleport there from now on. So he's gonna go to Tenlo and then teleport home and then teleport everybody with from his village to Tenlo with him. Which is pretty smart. Most anime would miss the fact that a hero can do that and they just all travel, but this is for sure the way to go. Him and, I can't remember Galeon's daughter's name. Golly, what is her name? Oh, well. They get on Galeon. They ride off into Siltvelt. And then some English opera starts to play that's talking about shields and heroes and rising. <laughs> it was pretty epic, actually. Did you notice that? What What was it? Was, it? It was like an English opera singer singing about, like, heroes and shields and rising i i did not <laughs> i actually liked it it was pretty good and during this little ending special feature song in english we see philo and melty they're still training um bitch is on a boat going somewhere we don't know where she's going but maybe she's maybe she's working for the people in ten low who knows uh we see moto yasu riding the chocobos Still talking about how much he loves Philotan. And then we see the Heavenly Empress's face. And she doesn't really look like Raftalia. I guess you could say that they're related, though. And then we also see the king, or I guess her emperor husband, I would assume, which is a lion. So these are the people that Nalfami's going to have to kill. I hope, I hope that there's some bloodshed, for sure. And the episode ends with Nafumi riding off into the storm on Galeon's back as that opera song plays. And then when it fades, we get the ending song, which is also an epic ending song. And that concludes season three of The Rising of the Shield Hero, people. We did it. Three seasons of coverage for that anime podcast. Is that the most we've done for a show? I, it's got to be, yeah. I think because Demon Slayer's only on season two, right? Yeah, yeah they got no, more episodes. No, Demon Slayer's on season three, too. 
It will be now, but that's no. season three completed. Oh, yeah, you're right. We just did do season three. You're right. Yeah, we did season three. So Demon Slayer and, and Shield Hero, we are, we're three seasons in on. Yep. But and JJK it was a good season. It's definitely better than, uh, yeah, the, the second. So I'll give it that. I think it was better than the second season because it wasn't as confusing. They did a better job of not confusing us. But they still need to stop introducing new things when they don't resolve the things that already exist. Yeah. It does. It is a major problem with it. It's just like, come on. Yeah. Finish one thing before you jump to the next. Agreed. And again, everybody listening, sorry it took us several weeks to get this episode out. Uh, it's just, it, it is what it is. <laughs> Hopefully you weren't dying to hear what we thought of the episode. I'm, I'm sure you could have guessed. But overall... I, I would say I would have enjoyed the season more if we didn't have the burden of doing, of watching this show alongside JJK, because JJK, when you watch anything together, you're always going to compare it, and JJK just blows this shit out of the water on all accounts. Yeah, definitely. So, nothing was wrong with this show, it's just, we happen to be recording at the same time as JJK, and anybody that also watches JJK, you know what we mean, and if you don't watch JJK... You're lucky because you got to enjoy this season. This season, I mean, of Shield Hero, way more than we did. Yeah, there's definitely people <laughs> out there that like refuse to watch JJK just because it's a popular anime. So they're like, "No, I'm watching that. It's not. It's too mainstream." Yep. But yeah, there like, are people like that. But those I, are the same people that have to know the plot. They they, they like know what happens because they <laughs> they can't live without knowing why everybody else loves the show. Yeah. But I got nothing else on this one. We'll have an episode for you on Sunday. Whether it's about solo leveling or just a generic topic, we will see. We're going to watch solo leveling, and if it's really good, we might do uh, weekly coverage on it. If not, we'll just do a casual episode, get back to our roots, just talk about something related to anime that's not a a deep dive in any capacity. Yep. There'll be a lot of episodes out like we got. We got to do the, yeah openings and endings this month that'll be out sometime so yep yeah maybe we'll do that this sunday who knows yeah if we uh get the time we'll have to get together for that one so yeah but yep all right everybody well i've got nothing else i'm jordo colton we are the evans bros also known as the casual anime fanatics thank you all for listening have a great week and as always peace out